should we keep the same like intro music or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a different intro music now we could do a more dramatic intro music welcome everyone uh, blah 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 yeah, okay let, okay that was the intro and then we move on no let me start what, let me what start. do you want to talk about today Stephen? No, but yes <laughs> you are nasty yeah yeah if somebody slips in front of you you'll just like kick them like, really, him. yeah like, really kick many him. times <laughs> you should never miss an opportunity okay yeah. again again mm -hmm. okay sorry welcome everyone back to the super tipper music podcast <laughs> my name is steven walter to the <laughs> Yeah, well, we're welcoming back. <laughs> but that, That's what we're doing. Yeah, but the, the word structure is so, kind of original. We're, we're live, Matthias. Okay. We are live. <laughs> we're not live. So, this is the opposite of live. Yes, we are. <laughs> live? It's not live. <laughs> this is so recorded and edited. <laughs> I have no idea. It is. <laughs> but this was funny now. This was like authentic. Yeah, true. Okay. But can we start? Like literally this time, like for real? Yeah. Okay. No, but do you want to do that kind of intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Welcome everyone back to the no, but do it not that like, Yes, I do the fucking back. That's yeah, welcome back to the super. Not welcome everyone back. That is like then you're saying something else. You're saying everyone, welcome everyone back. It's like an order to me, and I go like welcome everyone back. Welcome everyone. <laughs> no, like that. Uh, so random. Like a... Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm gonna start. You're mm -hmm. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will say cut, like, and then we're just no. in the middle of the next segment. Okay. No, no, no. Welcome everyone to the Super Super Music Podcast. We are back. It's been a long time. Must have been years. My name is Steven, and who else is here? Me. And you are Matthias, yes, right? I'm Matthias. Yeah, I'm also here. Yeah. And uh, this is um, a special edition. Maybe it will spark a new series of Super Duper Music podcasts. Who knows? But we never know about this. We've been quite bad at this yeah, business. Yeah. yeah. The truth is, we never know. But uh, we. That's part we... of the part of the beauty. <laughs> It's a part of the ugly truth. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's the ugly. It's the ugly okay, truth. so you're in you're in Ice Reykjavik, Iceland, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Berlin, Germany. <laughs> and we will not mention the C word. The C word will not be mentioned. <laughs> you're sticking with that joke. Okay. <laughs> no, I like it. Look, people didn't never even heard this joke yet before. Yeah. Okay. So we had a thought to abandon the whole idea of classical music news, at least for the moment, because mm -hmm. there are not so many news. No. And also classical music news is kind of a... They're cheap. Anyhow, so we are... Yeah, Stephen, what's on your mind? Your beautiful, gorgeous mind. What's on it? No, it's like, it's, it's not a hat. <laughs> Am I beautiful? My beautiful mind is more like uh, under. Is it like it's under a cloud? I think it's very hard to um, have any thoughts really and any plans for that matter. It's like more of a stasis. But I enjoy it very much. As you know, I have a little baby, 
And uh, so it's kind of the perfect time to have time. It's kind of for a baby, but also for, uh, for a parent because you kind of, you're just around a lot and that's fun, I think. I like it, I enjoy it a lot. But otherwise it's, it's, I can't say this is the most creative time in my life, but it's maybe it is, you know, these things are come out uh, differently than you think, at least in my experience, like, but right now it's not, not very much is on my mind, but I'm sure things are happening subconsciously and a whole wave of awesomeness is going to come once, once this craziness is over. Maybe. I mean, it's very hard to make kind of, I think it's very hard to make plans in a way because mm. you're losing all trust in like, yeah. When, when, At the same when time. can you plan for and what can you kind of do? But you, I think it's easier and easier to embrace these very long-term plans and harder mm. and harder to sure. embrace short-term plans. That's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super, it's, it's, it's strange because at the same time you are extremely willing to to be very radical about plans you've made like for a long time i it i deemed it impossible or unthinkable to for example just cancel a festival or you know the thought that nothing will be happening and that you'll re sort of change your priorities so radically uh, that seemed quite impossible, but then this kind of emergency does, in a way, bring about interesting, um, yeah, inter interesting force of just changing everything, and that's uh, quite quite a new situation because otherwise I would like be extremely annoyed about something like this, but in this kind of radical shift of priorities one has to take as a society it kind of relativizes everything else in a quite radical way and that I, I that 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 was surprising to me yeah i think that was pretty surprising to everyone <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. you're so lame you're such a lame you're just a conversationalist yeah, yeah i'm sorry it's just like uh it's very hard i one thing with the uh, podcasting that i think is very interesting is to hear now how different we talk when the kind of microphone you're supposed to say stuff mm. or like to how we just talk normally i think the voice is different all the words everything's like different but it's very mm. funny then to have a podcast where you're aspiring to do the conversation <laughs> but then mm. it's still so completely different like the what you just said now, like the whole sentence, the whole thing, you, you wouldn't have said that just in a normal conversation. You would have said it differently, but you, you could have said the point, but not the same thing. You know what I mean? But not so awkwardly, you mean? Yeah, it wouldn't have been so kind of constructed or like so presented. <laughs> you know, like it, it wouldn't have been a complete uh... sentence. <laughs> no, uh, no, a complete sentence would have been, but uh, you, you know yeah, what yeah, I no. mean? I feel like the vo the the sound of the voice is different okay so what uh what happened in the last year of your life was it on average a good experience or a bad experience or a mediocre experience i would say good yeah but not 
are you like a spiky person or are you a a flat person like do you right. have do you have excesses of happiness and then otherwise it's kind of yeah whatever or is it more like uh manic phases like oh i think you know? rather the manic thing definitely okay I would say like you feel very high for a couple of days and you feel kind of low for a couple of days yeah 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 more like that but i think the equilibrium is often quite positive so it's rare that it will take me time to stabilize hmm. but it does happen i think it's because of course for me the since i live in in iceland it's very much like you travel to do some projects and then hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on there and depending what kind of projects that is when i get home right. and it's all in preparation everyday mode sometimes it's harder yeah. to kind of you know not be affected by this very much drop of tension how do you so what is your routine to be effective about or get excited about ideas do, do you need any is there any exercise or any structure to go about because i find it for example hard to i mean i think it is universally hard to um sort of work on things that have very delayed response or very delayed feedback which is our daily work of course we do stuff that is maybe happening in a half a year or even longer so and i find there are some life hacks to kind of get get yourself into a kind of a excited mood do you have any structure to that or do you just just go with the flow no, I, I have some uh, stuff that I do. Mm. Like I have a yeah, kind of self-management system. That's quite extensive that I use a lot. Uh, uh, GTD, like... right? Yeah, getting true. Getting things done. Getting who's things this done. Who's this again? What's that's true. Who's, who's the guru behind that? Is that David Allen? Was that David guru? Allen, right. So I, I use that a lot and I find it's very helpful when... You do kind of lots of different level management for yourself. Right. Very nice. And like it, it then works kind of well to just make sure things don't fall kind of through the cracks and you lie up all night stressed. Okay. So what are you, uh, what have you been working on lately? Um, yeah, lots of things. It's like in now it's entering this last year of the Bivetovan project, which you know <laughs> very well. Yes. So but uh, tell us. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> yes, but tell us. <laughs> See, that would not happen just in an, a normal conversation. Like, I know, but tell we're, us. Like, we're not, we're Me and myself. Public square. Yeah, no, no, true. No, it's entering this last, the last year of the, this Bivetovan um, yes. program, where, uh, yes. uh, which is very exciting. And uh, actually, it's kind of, I think all my projects are basically finished now like the projects are all kind of developed so all we have to do is to show show them at the, the podium festival and uh yeah that's kind of what's what's left there uh, but what is what is your last project the palestrina project for example the palestrina project boils i think very much down to kind of it's a working mode like it's how mm. how you uh, work on on uh, on new music and uh, i think my relationship to that pro project is quite different than what the other two musicians would would say and uh, the reason is of course that they come from a completely different background 
but mm. the way we work is completely coherent through all three of us. So it allows for that different kind of view set. And that is that the project is very much built on uh, a way, a systematic way of, of dealing with a working from a, a score written by another composer. So for a classical musician that falls a little bit, of course, into this uh, interpretation world. Yeah. While I think you can e easily see the same process as a compositional technique developing completely new music. So both of those, I think, work perfectly fine. Um, like they're both very good lenses through which to see the, see the work. The approach is very much agreed upon. So we are all very much in concord on the way of working. So the way of working is that we take the score of different pieces by Palestina and we apply sets of rules and uh, filters and parameters uh, on how we read the score. So we change the, the reading of the score without um, changing the score itself. Kind of. So what have you been up to, Stephen? I think... <laughs> The last, a, uh, last half year. That was a fantastic uh, I've been waiting bridge. for that moment. It's been okay. great. No, I want to say that this is, uh, that's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, I like that, um, the sense of using the material to actually find something entirely different. So my uh, last half year was just kind of digging into operative concerns because we had, or we should have ha had this, very intense year of performances, showcases, festivals in 2020. So it was really just about getting that planned and kind of in whatever way possible, max out the results. And uh, so we were supposed to have a festival now in Esslingen and, a fe and many, many performances all over Europe in these months but um so that that was basically what we were preparing for and now obviously everything's different and it's, it's weird again how easily one kind of accepts the premise that this is just not possible whatever you've been working on the last half year or two years for that matter but um i'm personally i'm quite tolerant to this Feeling. I don't like some colleagues are really devastated and I, I, I don't feel that way. I feel more like, you know, something good will come out of this. It's it, it will be um, it will be useful in some ways. And in some ways it has been useful already. For example, the way and I'm not mentioning the C word because we're not mentioning it. Uh, but um, it's it's fun how it's possible to, for example, do remote work. And also how much time is saved up by not commuting, for example, and not going random places to meet somebody. It, it really, I think that will actually change a lot of the tra trajectory in terms of how people want to work together because it's just, it's, it's really quite conveniently possible to, to work from anywhere now. And you know that maybe better than I do from Iceland, but, um, but obviously it's shitty. It's like most shitty for uh, performing musicians, like people who are actually dependent on on performing concerts because that's a really, it's a bad situation. But um, for me personally, I have my security and uh, we've been doing fine and we have this little child and that's uh, fantastic just to be 
part of his daily uh, crazy experience of being on Earth. That was poetic. <laughs> yeah, very poetic. It's so poetic. Yeah. It makes me want to grow a beard. <laughs> you don't, do you have do you have potential to grow a beard? I have very good potential for growing a beard. Really? I must say. But like it would be a blonde beard. It would be like a Viking beard. No, because my hair is blonde on top and then dark underneath. And my beard is dark. So I would get like blonde hair and dark beard. But your dad has like blonde, blonde beard hair, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, but he has this little same thing too. His beard is darker okay. than his hair. Yeah. In case anyone oh. was wondering out there. Yeah. Oh, no, I think that's a, it's a viable. I think you could have real, um, like for your personal brand, having like a massive beard would add some gravitas to your personality. Yeah, that's something I, I actually, I actually think that is something I need. Some gravitas. Okay, let's play a game of overrated versus underrated, okay? Okay. Are you game? I'm game. You're game. Okay, Iceland as a tourist destination, overrated or underrated? <laughs> uh, <laughs> underrated. Why? No, because, it seems uh, pretty, it seems pretty much overrated. Like, I mean, it's, it's no, it's I just felt I like can't by... be in living in Iceland, paying taxes here and then like underselling it. I feel like I have to do my part. So it's underrated, okay, but it's can even you better than you think. Because there's so, so many hidden gems that people still don't like, uh, still can explore. It's not just only, uh, whatever the, the waterfall and the, um, yeah, but it's the, more the fact that things just look better in real life than on pictures. So it's actually still worth it if you saw no, a picture of true. Iceland. People look way better in pictures than in real life. Is it true? But it, nature doesn't. Nature, no, nature doesn't, but people do. Hmm. Okay, that was a good question. So, I can't answer it. I'm in uh, in uh, in in this post, predisposed. This post. So, but you'd say um, tendentially underrated. <laughs> I I won't. Uh, no comment. Okay, <laughs> what the fuck? You can't say no comment as if you're fucking prime minister of Iceland. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe I okay, will next be someday. One. Who knows? Okay. Streaming performances. So, so you know what I mean. Streaming performances uh, online. Oh, uh, overrated. overrated or underrated? Overrated. Overrated. People do it too much, and it's lame, or what? I don't know. I I can only think like as a consumer. I, or like as a, mm. uh, it's not so appealing to to watch a streamed concert. I think it's too yeah. tricky. Or like yeah. I, I don't find myself doing that these days. Yeah. And I like do a lot of stuff I don't normally do. Like I started a puzzle of two thousand pieces, which is not so much, <laughs> but feels like a lot when you sit there and they're all like white shades of white and blue, like waterfall with a sky, kind of. So, so you'd think... rather do a puzzle than watch a streamed concert. Oh, absolutely! I love the puzzle. <laughs> Okay, next one. Johann Nepomuk Hummel, overrated or underrated? Underrated. Really? Why? Because he's great. Just like Telemann. It's great. Okay, no, Telemann is shitty. No, Telemann. So, Telemann is the best Baroque composer. Oh, fuck off. Okay, so why? what's the greatest work of uh, Hummel? Like, what's his. He has a fun piano quartet we played once, right? A piano, yeah, the piano quintet. Quintet. And there's fantastic piano concertos, really nice ones. 
he was also kind of a superstar of his time. Like he was as famous as Beethoven or even more. At some yeah. Point. And his second name is Nepomuk, which is great. <laughs> you must be underrated if you're uh, yeah. called Nepomuk. Yeah. Okay. The harpsichord, overrated or underrated? Underrated, of course. <laughs> so why is that? I don't know. Just because it's so uh, people don't know about all the beautiful paintings inside the lid. That you often see? Oh, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> the most annoying part of the harpsichord. Like whenever I see a harpsichord with other with painted lid, yeah. I just cannot take seriously whatever is being played on it. But is that a bad thing? <laughs> this is deep. Yeah, I think I think one should take serious what uh, like like actually listen to and pretend as if it's real whatever is being played. Last one is okay, the musical. The musical as a genre, overrated or underrated? Underrated. And overrated <sighs> at the same time, I would say. <laughs> okay, so name an overrated musical. Overrated musical? I would say Cats. It's definitely overrated. Cats. Yeah. And what's the most underrated musical in your opinion? I think like uh, anything by Stephen Sondheim is really good. But I really think Jerry Springer, the opera, is a very good musical. Okay. Never even heard of it. Because <laughs> it's so underrated. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Proof in point. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, it's true. And you're writing a musical, right? Or, you know, you're writing an opera. Yeah. Yeah. I'm writing my second oh. opera right now. It's perfect for these Jesus. times. Of, of okay, is it the pandemic opera? Yeah, yeah it is. It's actually opera okay. where everyone okay. dies. Looking forward. Everyone. Do you remember? I was thinking lately, Matthias, of this game you played with our mutual friend Magnus, where on the iPad where you're supposed to like breed pandemics. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to think of it. Like I literally had to laugh in the in the uh, fucking bathtub lately because I thought of that. Okay, yeah, that's nice. Are you guys with like there's this iPad game where you have to like create a, a, a virus and then you have to like add mutations and stuff so that it spreads and you like you win if you uh, create a global pandemic and everybody dies yeah true and you can adjust the sim symptoms and, so. and you know, yeah, mutation yeah. rates and <laughs> so. like i think the key in the game is of course to keep it like to have it as infectious as possible with as low um lethal yeah, yeah. yeah not, not lethal not at all lethal yeah. and nobody should notice it but then of course you when everybody's infected, you're going to mutate and then, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you something? Yes. So what, what's but... your, what's your favorite food to cook? Jesus. That's private. That's intimate. Yeah, it is. Kale. 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 Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you so cook it? Gnocchi, like gnocchi, uh, fried gnocchi. Yeah. Uh, really nicely fried, like really all, all knusprig, and and then put kale, olive oil on, onto kale with salt. It's really simple, but you need really good olive oil. And uh, press, uh, like squeeze a half a lemon, put that on the kale, put it into the oven, 100, 220 degrees or something, and then the kale turns like super crispy. And it's yeah, like super nice. crispy kale super crispy kale slightly um acidic and uh, with the lemon and then onto the fried 
uh, gnocchi. It's it's amazing. And it's kind of easy. Even I can do it. Sounds delicious, Steven. But uh, do we have an email account where people can send in like comments and questions and stuff? I'm sure people will do that in the thousands. And I'm sure we do have an email. It's, yeah. I think it's... Um, I don't know. Do we have an email? Yeah, we, no, we, we did. No, we have a Facebook page. No, we had an email. Uh, we had an email account. People could send in... Uh, if you want to send something, okay, check. What, what's the email account? Do you remember? I don't remember. Wasn't it super duper music podcast at steven.com? No. <laughs> no, it was not super duper. Okay, um, okay, this is embarrassing. I don't know. What, I think it was at gmail.com. Yeah, super duper music podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I think so. But what? How can we check that? Do you, do you remember I'm the checking password? It. How do we get in? No, no. Actually, of course not. Um, where is it? I'm checking my, my Facebook. Yeah, super duper music podcast, one word at gmail.com. Okay. And also, you can, of course, send us questions on Facebook. Should I finish it up? Finish it up. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen, for today. And uh, yeah. yeah, thank you so much for. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. And see you next time on the Super Duper Music Podcast.